Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. I'm ready if you are. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back to episode 131 of the Brothers Brandt podcast. Very special episode today, Rick. Rob, I love this episode. This puts a bow on the year. 2022 sports year in review. It's been an amazing year filled with incredible sporting events and some fantastic experiences that you and I have gotten a chance to partake in. And really, I just think we ought to start by saying thank you to our listeners, um, the hundreds, the thousands of fan mail letters that have poured in Millions. in our Millions. minds have just been so great to read. <laughs> and uh, it's been great connecting with the listeners. I got to tell you, um, for me personally, Rob, it's them who makes it all worth it. Um, and then all the guests that came on the podcast this year, Rob, let's give a shout out to the folks that were taking time out of their day to be a part of the Brothers Brandt podcast. Yeah, we got Seth Greenberg, FDU alumni right here, hopping on the pod. He's an ESPN college basketball analysis analyst, uh, bracketology expert. He came on to chop it up about March Madness. Hilarious having him on. Great guy. Uh, Damon Lloyd, part of the undrafted series that we had that I think we should continue in 2023. Undrafted NFL players making a name for themselves. Damon Lloyd of the Los Angeles Chargers. Josh Woods, a.k.a. Woodsy of the Detroit Lions. And then Rick Lovato, long snapper for the Philadelphia Eagles. A couple other guests, Steven Sweeney, PGA Tour putting coach. You want to talk putting? You want to talk coaching? You want to talk to a guy that works with 10, 12 PGA Tour elite players you're talking to steven sweeney rick who who were some other guests that we had well staying on the golf course chip essig was the pga championship rules committee chairman this summer in tulsa oklahoma for the pga championship and he in 2011 was the pga Member of the year. I mean, PGA member of the year. It doesn't get any higher than that right there. And um, he was able to break down to us his experiences and uh, just all the awesome memories he's had. What a great guest. And then the following week, we had a good friend, a pro caddy, come on the podcast, Anthony Wallen, 
Uh, such a good guy. You guys go way back. You guys are tight. Hung out in Atlanta. And oh, yeah. um, just what a good guy. I personally thought one of the most fascinating guests that we had all year, Rob, was Dan Reichel. And he was a gentleman. Great pronunciation who, right there, Rick. You know, I think I recall botching it on the actual episode in front <laughs> of Dan, but yes. I've been working for months since then to perfect it. And I wanted to come in strong during our last podcast of 2022 here with Dan Reichel, who, Rob, he played catch with 162 different people. He started this concept during COVID as a way to stay connected with people and socially distance from people by having a catch. And his final catch was with Aaron Judge, who would go on this year to become the MVP of Major League Baseball at Yankee Stadium. So cool. Um, loved what he did. And then Andrew Baldinger. Andrew Field Baldinger was an NFL scout who has joined us now for three consecutive years in the month of August to preview and predict the NFL season. Always a fun tradition. And last but not least, Rob, the Major League Baseball postseason would not be what it is without a dear friend of the pod, Adnan Verk from the Major League Baseball Network. This man is just a great guy. I don't know how else to say it, but a great guy who knows anything that you possibly want to know about movies. Rick, Rick, I remember that episode so well, talking about the playoff predictions. And Adnan was just dropping facts that were mind-blowing to me. He was like, yeah, of course, you know, the center fielder for the Baltimore Orioles and I, and like, but I'm name names and tell stats. And I go, yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> Adnan's one of my favorite guests that we could ever possibly have on. I look forward to bringing him back in 2023. It was just a stellar year, Rob, for the Brothers absolutely. Brand podcast and for sports in general. I mean, if you think about it, we were coming out of the coronavirus, the pandemic, Last year was almost like this, let's get reacclimated, let's get fans in the arenas again. It really felt like 2022 was all out, back to the way it used to be. And I would even make the case like a little added incentive, a little extra notch of energy throughout the sporting world. Oh, absolutely, Rick. It felt good to be back. We were out there and we were loving every minute of it, Rick. He's back, baby. And things kicked off this year, Rob, with the Winter Classic, like it always does. You and I, it's just the perfect way on New Year's Day to be on the couch, maybe a little cozy, cold outside, you got the fire on. The weather outside is frightful. but Your singing is even more frightful. Delightful. (laughs) Rob, New Year's Day in 2022 started with the Minnesota Wild. And the St. Louis Blues playing at Target Field in Minnesota, home of the Minnesota Twins. Beautiful Mm -hmm. baseball stadium, by the way. Fantastic baseball stadium. Minus seven degrees. They played the Winter Classic. It was a 6-4 game. It was frigid conditions. Next year, next week, this upcoming Winter Classic will be fantastic in Fenway. And our next episode, what we preview for 2023 we'll get into that but 2022 started off with a with a frozen bang in minnesota 
Oh, I like that one. I like that. Yeah, I'm excited to see the uh, Winter Classic in the next couple of days. That's always a good one. Uh, and then, you know, following that, we had the Georgia Bulldogs earn their first national championship in 40 years, defeating Alabama 33-18. Stenson Bennett was the MVP. And some would say they turned the tide in college football and they're back baby to try to repeat well it was really fascinating rob because alabama had destroyed georgia in the sec championship game in atlanta just a few weeks prior and then the teams did match up again in the national championship in indianapolis alabama had some crucial injuries in that game and i would say it was stenson bennett's coming out party and Boy, oh boy, he did not disappoint. The team rolled. See what I did there? I see what and you, like you I said. I picked up what you put down. They've got another opportunity in a couple of weeks to go back to back. So uh, Georgia Bulldogs, that was a really cool memory in 2022 and, back in January. And how about the NFL playoffs? The Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes battling it out with the Buffalo Bills and Jer- Jared Allen, what what an insane what an insane game! What a- Rob, it was unbelievable. So like all the playoff games were just it felt really really good, like just very memorable. It's been a year now, and I can think back to all the matchups: Tennessee versus Cincinnati. Just every playoff game felt like it was a great game. Remember the Rams going to Tampa Bay and. Brady looking like he was going to come back, but then the Rams get the victory and then they go on to the Super Bowl. And, um, but yeah, that one game, which I would make the case is probably the, the coolest, most exciting playoff football game I personally have ever watched. I remember sitting at home saying to the misses, I can't think of a better game. They scored 25 points in the final two minutes of regulation. Unreal. Came down to like the coin toss in overtime. <laughs> bonkers, Rob. Bonkers. And, and, and then, by the way, I want I want to say I'm um, hopped up on Jared Allen, the defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings. Just loved watching him hogtie people. Not to be confused with Josh Allen. I accidentally said jo- Jared Allen, but it's Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Rob, I was going to let it go. I wasn't going to bring it up. I was going to let it slide. It's the holiday season of forgiving and giving and forgiving and giving and forgiving and giving. So I was going to let it go, man. But what happened to all that forgiving when I was a child, you dick? Well, you know, that's a different story. You had to grow up and you had to grow up fast. <laughs> now, All right. Rob, a, few weeks later, uh, a few weeks later, the Los Angeles Rams won the Super Bowl 23-20 against Joe Burrows, Cincinnati Bengals, Matthew Stafford, just this guy who was a Georgia Bulldog, goes to the Detroit Lions and he spends a decade and a half there no success, no postseasons, and then finds himself in L.A. And the first year, they win the Super Bowl. That game was a great Super Bowl. I'll always remember the halftime show with all of those phenomenal. Oh, yeah, Dr. Dre, 50 Cent, Eminem, Snoop Dogg. Couldn't beat it. Couldn't beat it, Rob. It was a great Super Bowl game. The halftime show was outstanding. And it was also the first one ever held at SoFi Stadium. So, um, that was pretty neat as well. I loved it. Moving right along, um, that same 
day, actually, that same weekend, which you and I love because you've got the Super Bowl, but you've also got on the golf course, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, which is, I mean, arguably the greatest, best golf tournament there is. You and I have been to it many times. They have this raucous crowd. And twice in that same Super Bowl weekend, the crowd erupted with cups of beer and just pure chaos when Sam Ryder knocked in a hole-in-one on the stadium hole, the 16th hole, and then the next day, Carlos Ortiz did the exact same thing, hitting an ace on the 16th hole. Rob, that is like Rick, one of the coolest scenes in golf. I was – so you and I have been there. We we went to the Waste Management, and we, we, we didn't see it, but we were there in the vicinity – when uh, there was a hole in one, uh, and that that was that was epic. Uh, what was it? Um, uh, how the Italian uh, Francisco Malinari hit the hole in one when we were there, and bonkers, crazy, nuts. I was literally just reliving this with a friend of mine who's moving to Phoenix uh, at the start of this year, and I was like, "Dude, you got to go to the Waste Management." And he's like, "Wait, what is this? He's not a big golfer yet." And I was on YouTube sharing screen sharing with him. And he just goes, this is absurd. I have to go. (laughs) You do. Anybody who likes golf has to go. And even if you don't like golf, put it on the list, get to the waste management Phoenix open. I remember that tournament. And also it was Scotty Scheffler's first ever win on the PGA tour, a long Mm -hmm. time coming. We'll get to him in a little while coming up, but that was a great, great golf tournament that weekend. And then, Staying on the links, you can't help but talk about Live Golf as we recap 2022. Live Golf came onto the scenes in 2022. There was development happening for years behind the scenes, but they started hosting events. Big name players started getting poached away from the PGA Tour and brought over for hundreds of millions of dollars to be a part of this live golf experience. And um, it really kind of divided the game of golf professionally and uh, just came out not too long ago that all of those live golfers are going to be invited to the 2023 Masters, which again, in the next podcast episode, all you listeners out there, we are going to talk about and preview the sporting events you're going to want to have on your calendar for 2023. But Live Golf was definitely a big storyline in the game of golf in 2022. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was, I mean, still is a storyline. <laughs> Could be for many years going forward. But now let's now, now let's go from the golf course to the hardwood. Let's go to that very similar, it's March Madness. We're going to March Madness. And what's so cool about March Madness is the championship game ends on, on Monday night the week of the Masters. So it kind of goes right into each other right there. And the MAC champion, St. Peter's, defeated Kentucky, Murray State, and Purdue to become the first 15th seed in the Elite Eight ever. Unreal. They did not make it to the Final Four. Uh, In the Final Four, uh, you know, it was Duke and UNC. And who was there for who who played in the other games, Rick? You, you were there for you were there for it. 
I was there. I was in New Orleans and you had Kansas and Villanova on the other side of the bracket. And for the first time ever, Duke and UNC, that battle of North Carolina, Durham, Rob, for the first time ever in the greatest rivalry in college basketball, they met in the final four on the biggest stage in what ended up being Coach K's final game. He retired after 47 years. That was the storyline. A hundred, I mean, just geez, uh, excuse me, a thousand and 202 wins, five national championships, and 75 NBA players. Coach K, the GOAT. The GOAT. They lost, though, and UNC went on to play in the national championship where Kansas ultimately cut down the nets in Nolens. But yeah, Rob, I love going to the final four and it won't be my last. Well, it was a funny story too, because you were in town for a wedding and the wedding was literally that night, but the final four, you were able to get there early uh, and, you know, wear your suit that you were wearing to a wedding <laughs> and, and end up getting down courtside with everybody with like a $25 ticket. <laughs> Rob, you got to make the most of the experiences and the opportunities you have. And, and that's what we did down there. I loved it. Let's talk about another event that both of us were at. And oh, yeah. that's the Masters. Yes, sir. The Masters, the, the 2022 Masters. Scotty Scheffler takes home the Masters green jacket. And he's the only player ever to play every round under par finishing 10 under to win his first major after just uh, winning his first event, which was the waste management uh, open world ranking number one and golfer of the year. The masters is a very cool experience for us, Rick. Luckily we have been there for the past couple of years due to a friend and us being security guards at the masters. Uh, and we've also had your way better half there as well. Morgan, uh, this was a very special year because uh, on Monday or on, on Sunday, is it Sunday, I'm losing all my days Saturday for the women's amateur tournament. I splurged and got my mom, our mama ticket. We splurged and got mama ticket. We got Shelby. I got Shelby a ticket and I even had to get Jamie a ticket. And we all went and got pictures all over the course. It was so much fun, hysterical. Lots of fun was had at the masters and we got to witness history with Scotty Scheffler winning his first Masters. Wow, Rob, you just totally put that perfectly into a little ball of just perfection there. You're right. The whole Brandt family got a chance to be in Augusta this past April, one of the most beautiful and, in my opinion, perfect places to possibly be. Morgan witnessed some epic shots from Rory McIlroy and Colin Morikawa out of the same bunker on back-to-back -back shots on the 18th hole on Sunday. And our mom got a chance to walk amongst the azaleas with your beautiful wife and newborn son. It doesn't get much better than that. Scotty Scheffler dominated one and would later go on to become the golfer of the year. Just what a breakout year for Scotty Scheffler. Amazing. A and few then weeks later, Rob, mm -hmm. exactly. And then there's more because the Byron Nelson came to Dallas, Texas, as it always does. One of the mainstays on the PGA tour. And my fiance and I, we have been marshalling it now for a few years in a row. It's a fun tradition that we enjoy doing. And you and your family got a chance to come and be a part of the fun. And 
um, just an annual tradition in the month of May over your birthday weekend. Birthday weekend. What a great celebration. That month of May, Rob, did not stop, though, because towards the end of the month, Morgan and I, we got invited to go see a Mexico versus Nigeria soccer match at AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Texas. It was a friendly between these two countries. Mexico was getting ready in anticipation for the upcoming November World Cup. So um, I feel like this World Cup, I got into more than I've ever gotten into. I've always enjoyed it. I've always said every four years, I'm a soccer fan. But I think this <laughs> match, getting a chance to watch it up close and personal and see the fans, like 100,000 fans excited, um, really got me just jazzed up for the World Cup this year. And we'll get to that towards the end of this podcast episode. But that was a highlight for me, for sure. You know, I got to say, it's uh, such a cool uh, environment. Uh Professional soccer, seeing national teams play, seeing professional teams play, uh, even the MLS has has some great fan sections. So it's always uh, it's always awesome to watch some soccer games. I encourage our listeners to go. The game of soccer is definitely growing and it's growing throughout the world. Rob, I want to talk about baseball. America's pastime here. Talk about baseball. Here's the deal. Miguel Cabrera future Hall of Famer. He punched his ticket to Cooperstown this summer when he hit his 3,000th hit. And uh, he's been with the Detroit Tigers for a long, long time. I actually had the opportunity years ago to um, announce spring training baseball games that he played in uh, as he came up to the batter's box and just an icon for our generation. I remember us playing video games as kids and he was in the game. I remember going to a Detroit Tigers game with you and catching shagging some batting practice balls in the outfield before the gates had opened. And Rick in um, that game, Miguel Cabrera hit a home run. That's what I'm saying. Miggy is just a legend. And this summer was just so glorious. You love the 3000th hit. It's such a milestone in a game that prides itself on statistics. Yep. And now we switch over to the NBA where the NBA awarded Nikolai Nikola Jokic, a.k.a. the Joker, for the Denver Nuggets, his second consecutive MVP trophy, which is almost unheard of. The Golden State Warriors defeated the Boston Celtics in an epic NBA Finals to win another NBA championship. So lots going on in the hardwood. Warriors, you know, reclaim the throne. And they, they, they're just, they're turning into a dynasty. They got like five, what do they got? Five championships. They're just always in it. You know, they're going to be in it when it comes to June and July. And a team that surprised everybody, Rob, was the Colorado Avalanche in the NHL playoffs. They had a good regular season, but went on to win their third Stanley Cup in franchise history, defeating the two-time Tampa Bay Lightning in six games. The Lightning had won the Stanley Cup, the past two years, they were going for the three-peat. What a story that could have been. Talk about franchises becoming dynasties. Well, the Colorado Avalanche said, no, sir. And they hoisted their third Stanley Cup in franchise history. Um, you got to love NHL playoffs. The Rangers were in it. That's my squad. And, um, man, playoff hockey's the best. It really is. It's really special. Now, Rick, the fun didn't stop there, especially for you. You know, you went to the, you marshaled the Byron Nelson. 
You were you were at the Masters, okay? Uh, you know, you went to Nigeria and Mexico soccer in Dallas, Texas. But then you took a trip across the pond. Why don't you tell our listeners about this? Yeah, Rob, this was really pretty amazing. We, um, Morgan and I, had the opportunity to head out, like you said, over to Europe, spend a little bit of time in Ireland, but get to the birthplace of the game of golf. And that's St. Andrews in Scotland, Rob. And they were hosting the 150th Open it couldn't have been a more celebrated championship. All the players were there. It was unbelievable. We got some VIP experiences to get behind the scenes and see what the whole place was about and the history. And man, if I could recommend anything to anyone, it would be to take a trip to St. Andrews and to see how amazing Scotland and that golf links course is. It is special, Rob. And uh, it ended up being a great championship. Cam Smith hoisted the cup. Um, but yeah, that was a highlight for sure of this year. And we'll get to some more highlights that you and I got a chance to experience throughout the rest of 2022. But before we get to those, we have got to talk about one of our favorite places in the entire world. Yes, Scotland is holds a special place in our hearts now. Rob, so does Dyersville, Iowa. What's in Dyersville, Iowa? If you build it, Rick, the Brothers Brandt will come. And that is The Field of Dreams, one of our favorite sports movies starring Kevin Costner. And The Field of Dreams has been turned into an actual game with the Major League Baseball. And this year we had the privilege of watching the Cincinnati Reds play the Chicago Cubs surrounded by cornstalks. And... You know, last year's game was the White Sox and the Yankees that ended in a thrilling walk-off. The Cubs and the Reds was a great game. And just, you know, it's just so cool. It's really cool. The stadium there is small, it's tight, it's compact. And uh, it really embodies that family feel of baseball. So uh, loved it. And then we switched gears going from the Field of Dreams and talking about Major League Baseball so now we go to Hawaii. Hawaii won another Little League World Series. They are cementing themselves as a force to be reckoned with. They're dominating opponents. They dominated opponents 60 to 5. They outscored opponents 60 to 5 during this Little League World Series. Dominating wow, really from the Hawaiian cool. Lions. Here's the deal. Like you and I have actually been to the Little League World Series. We watched World Hawaii League. win a couple of years ago. And that's what was so cool. And then they come back and win this year. So uh, you're absolutely right. They are the United States team that uh, is got to be the favorite year in and year out. And uh, you just got to love the Little League World Series. It's so it's so pure. It's so fun. It's so great. And uh, I'm sure one day we'll all get back there again. But moving straight along to labor day labor day weekend kind of is like you know wrapping up the summer it's been a great year and you know the fall's going to be moving into town soon and football's going to be here but there's one event that is synonymous with labor day weekend and that is the u.s tennis open in queens new york i've had the opportunity to be a ball boy in that tournament it's you a, were a ball boy which was hilarious Rob, unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable i think it just invigorated my passion for the game of tennis 
Yeah, well, and, when you're handing balls to Serena Williams from like five feet away or just putting them on a racket, um, tends to do that to you. It'll get, it'll get you fired up, no doubt about it. And speaking of Serena Williams, this happened to be her last ever professional tournament. She had announced that she'd be transitioning out of the game, and um, it was such a special way for her to go out. It's where she won her first major title back in 1999. She is hands down the most decorated champion in women's tennis. Some make the case that she's the greatest tennis player of all time. And it was just memorable watching those matches and the energy that was in Arthur Ashe Stadium as she competed night in and night out. And she had a few upsets and she got a little ways there. And then it came to an end before she could be crowned champion and compete for another title. But nonetheless, that was a memorable moment in 2022. That was really cool. I remember everybody was watching that. Serena was counted out just due to her age, and she battled back and had some some great moments. And she she could have won it. She could have won it. Sure could. Well, I'll tell you what, Rob. You know who won on Labor Day weekend? We won. The Brothers Brandt won on Labor Day weekend. Because that same time while Serena Williams was doing her thing in New York, you, me, and a whole group of rowdy gentlemen – made their way to Scottsdale, Arizona for my bachelor trip, which again, I can't thank you enough for all that you did. Just getting there, being there, bringing the positive energy like you always do. We got a chance to go to a college football game. We got to see a Pac-12 season opener at Arizona State University, which was, I mean, gosh, that was so freaking cool. I loved every part about that. The behind the scenes VIP tour we took and on the field as the team came out of the locker room. That was special. And then we played golf <laughs> at the waste management Phoenix open course yep. that we talked about yep. earlier. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. That was so cool. After that, we went to an Arizona diamondbacks baseball game. Uh, one of the few stadiums that we hadn't been to before. They've got the pool in center field. I lost in a terrible contest on the Jumbotron, got booed by the entire fan base in Phoenix that night. Yes, you did. And then we played golf over at the ASU course, which we also got a tour of by their head coach. So to me, Rob, that was just such a memorable moment from the year. That was fantastic. Had a great time in Arizona. I've always had a great time in Arizona. Anytime I've gone to Arizona, it was fantastic. Um, Great state going to be hosting uh, the Super Bowl and the Waste Management, get out to Arizona. We had a great time. Now, going back, Rick, to baseball, Albert Pujols joined Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, Barry Bonds as one of the only players in MLB history to hit 700 home runs this year. I love the energy and the emphasis you put on that because just like we talked about Miguel Cabrera, this summer hitting his 3,000th hit. You could make the case this is even more special. Only three players previously had ever hit 700 home runs in their career, and Albert Pujols became the fourth. You and I grew up playing video games with Albert Pujols, Mm -hmm. one of the last few great natural sluggers. It could be decades before we see somebody smash their 700th home run. So, Rob, just really cool. He did it in Los Angeles. I remember watching it. What a special night. What a special career. 
uh, a future Hall of Famer, first ballot inductee. Um, it didn't stop there, though. Major League Baseball gave us a ton this year. And Aaron Judge, who we talked about earlier, was the MVP of the season. And he hit 62 home runs this season, passing Roger Maris's 1961 61-year American League record of 61 home runs in a season. Wow. See what happened there, Rob? Wow. There was 61. 61 this is was the, the number. First time I'm hearing this. This is the first time I'm hearing this. Wow. Aaron Judge hit his 62nd home run here in Dallas, Texas. Oh, by the way, your boy did not catch the home run ball. However, it was here in Dallas, Texas. The man who caught it sold it on auction last week for $1.5 million. And Aaron Judge has now become the American League home run single season champion. Pretty awesome. I just love that. You and I have met the judge in Dallas, Texas, against the Texas Rangers years back. A friend of the pod. What a great guy. And and that's really, you know, how the regular season just, you know, captured us as as baseball fans before college football kicked off. Yeah, absolutely. And college football, uh, lots of exciting games this year. And and arguably the best game, two of the best games of the year happened in the SEC. And it was the Tennessee Volunteers hosting the University of Alabama, Crimson Tide, and Tennessee upset Alabama, which never happens. And the place went bonkers, out of control, out of control, Rick. They ripped down the field goal post. They carried them out into the streets, and they ended up in the river. <laughs> right. That scene in Knoxville, Tennessee, I mean, it had all the makings to be a phenomenal game. And very rarely, especially in college athletics, does it live up to the hype. It exceeded the hype, and it was awesome. I mean, it was a high-scoring affair, back and forth. What a game. And then a few weeks later, as you said, in Baton Rouge, Death Valley, LSU basically did the same thing in the fog to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Nick Saban did not roll this year into the college football playoffs. And a big reason why were these two losses on the road. Those have been, in my opinion, and maybe in your opinion as well, the two most memorable moments of the college football regular season. Does anything else stand out to you? In college football? Yeah. Was there anything that, you know, stuck out? I think, to the, I think the know? rise, I think the rise of Texas Christian University Horn Frogs has been so much fun to watch because the games have been thrilling. They've been barn burners. They've been come from behind. I don't know what's going to happen in the college football playoff, but I think that that's a great storyline. In our next podcast episode, as I've mentioned time and time again, which will be coming out in just a week or so, we will be diving into the college football playoff, which has the Crimson Tide from Fort Worth, Texas, excuse me, the Horn Frogs, from Fort Worth, Texas, in the college football playoff. I cannot wait to dive into that one with you, Rob. That's going to be You awesome. know what I want to dive in real quick, Rob, with you here is I want to just reflect real quick on you playing the number one golf course in the world this year 
you, my friend, got a chance to tee it up at Pine Valley, the most exclusive, unheard of, special golf course in the whole wide world. We did a podcast episode about Pine Valley. Real quick, tell the listeners how great that was. I mean, Rick, I could hang up the golf clubs right now and never play ever again. And I had the unique opportunity to do something that 99.9% of golfers never do. And it's to play the number one golf course in the world. Number one golf course in America, Pine Valley, located here in South Jersey. Um, you know, years in the making. Happen to meet a member at the Masters and just putting yourself right place, right time. And we connected and we stayed in touch. And now he's turned into, honestly, I just consider him a really good friend at this point. Um, you know, it wasn't like, a, hey, play come play play Pine Valley and like you know that's it like literally we text all the time <laughs> and well, I love it it's such a great relationship I have um the the course was just immaculate just unreal just gorgeous I didn't podcast like Rob is all about going to sporting events and doing things that you always wanted to do creating memories you created it there in Pine Valley and follow-up is the key folks. If you're still taking notes, listening to the brothers Brandt podcast, which we highly encourage you to do the follow-up, the follow-up, the follow-up is what got Rob onto the number one course in the and, world. And, you know, Rick, it's uh, it's just really cool thinking about like you and I went to the crump cup in 2019 and the crump cup is an amateur tournament hosted at Pine Valley 99% of golfers don't even know it exists. Um, and you can walk the course. And that's when we walked the course and we fortunately got the invite into the clubhouse and we went ham on getting swag in this clubhouse. And we both said to each other, yeah, we don't know when we'll ever, if we'll ever be back in that clubhouse ever again. And I think, I think looking back on it, we kind of spoke it into existence and I got on there, you know, just, I think, I think uh, everything happens for a reason. So it was really cool. It was just an Great awesome job, Rob. Great job. And like, there was a lot of excitement in South Jersey, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia area this year, Rob, you are a diehard Philadelphia Phillies fanatic. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop it. Stop it. I grew up going to so many Mets games. I'm a Mets fan. The one, really? the one really? fandom, the one really? One fandom I can't give up, especially for a Philadelphia-based fan, Philadelphia team, is the Mets. I'm a Mets fan. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm a Sixers fan. I was at your but house when you had a Philadelphia Phillies baseball hat birthday cake for your son on his first birthday. If that's not oh, being a Phillies fan, I don't know what is. Here's the deal, Ricky. Shelby and I decided because the Mets and the Phillies were in the playoffs at the same time. And we don't know which one Jamie's going to root for. So we both said, whichever team goes further, Jamie's that, that fan. So we're going to raise him as unfortunately a Phillies fan, but hopefully he'll see a world series. Um, Rob, they had a fantastic end to the regular season. And what seemed like a team of destiny led by home run hitting Bryce Harper. Unfortunately, they fell just short to the Houston Astros in the World Series. They won the National League pennant, but the Astros won the World Series in five games. 
Dusty Baker finally got that elusive championship ring. And Justin Verlander, good old 40-year-old Justin Verlander coming off Tommy John surgery, had the greatest year of his Hall of Fame career and won the Cy Young and was a part of that championship team in Houston. They have now created a dynasty down there in South Texas. What a great year for baseball it was. Before we depart from the Philadelphia area to wrap up this podcast, because we got a couple couple more exciting things to touch on here, tell the listeners about you going to a bucket list college football game in early December. Yeah, Army-Navy. It's the only game that weekend. The whole world is watching, the whole sports world, the whole college football world is watching Army-Navy. It was a couple of weeks ago, and it was fantastic, Rick. Again, uh, fortunate to get the invite from my dear friend, Pine Valley member, you know, friends. And uh, he got the tickets through his buddy, who's a Top Gun pilot, so a little Maverick Top Gun action right there. We were sitting three rows back. <laughs> three rows back they were easily the best seats i've ever had at a at at lincoln financial and it was incredible uh the game was so boring the actual game was so boring rick the guy next to uh, next to us him and i got along and we were about to place bets on if they were going to have zero passing yards both teams combined for the entire game. It was just a slug fest in the trenches, triple option running. Rob, the first completion of the game, listen to this stat. I mean, it as a wide receiver, it hurts my soul, but the first completion for either team in the game took place in overtime. <laughs> you watched an entire football game without one pass being thrown by a quarterback and being caught by anybody on the team. It was difficult to watch, no doubt about it. But, but it, it ended for it... a classic, Rob. It went to overtime the first time ever in 123 years. Yep. This tradition went to overtime. Watch the first overtime game, and it ended in a thriller, a, a walk-off kick by Army. The place went nuts. Uh, Army cadets are running onto the field. It was like we were watching the Alabama Tennessee game, but it was Army Navy, and it was just it was just such an epic way to end the game. I got I'm getting chills as you replay that, and it sure has got to be at the top of the list, if not the number one, but up there with all the other sporting events that we just talked about throughout the year of 2022. Rob, I got to tell you. I mentioned soccer earlier in the podcast and you played soccer. You were a division one college champion on the soccer field. And you, you've got soccer running through your veins myself, Rob, not as much, not as much, but good gosh, this world cup was spectacular. Rick, some I read somewhere that they said if somebody scripted the final game of the World Cup, no one would believe it. And it will get to the final game, which I'm still losing sleep over. I'm waking up sweaty 
just thinking about Messi and all the great action he provided us with that night. Yes, that's actually happening. But the whole World Cup, you and I, we did a preview episode a month or two back, getting ready for what is really the only sporting event that brings the nations together. Yeah, you've got the Olympics, but think about it. The Olympics, there's so many freaking sports it's hard to keep track of all and, the and really, medals and really, who's doing what. Really, when you're watching the Olympics, we all know it's going to be the United States and like what China or somebody like that. I don't know. I don't know. You got badminton. You got ping pong. You got all these sports that are fine, recreational sports. But come on, when you boil it down to you, I mean, half the events in the Olympics aren't even sports. So for me, Rob. The World Cup is the premier event when it brings everybody together. And this was just like, it was a decade plus in the making. It was in this small little Arab country that nobody had really ever heard of before. All these new stadiums had to get built and constructed. And then, Rob, it was put in November over the course of the holiday season when typically the World Cup is always played in the summer months. So so we're here in our homes during the holidays watching soccer in the morning because it's being played halfway around the world. It couldn't have been better. I was just talking to someone this morning saying how the United States, the East Coast and Central United States won big with this World Cup because of the time zones. (laughs) It was fantastic. And four years from now, Rob, North America is going to host the World Cup. That is going to be spectacular. And we'll probably have to do like a five-part series on that leading up to it because there's going to be so many teams and just all the fanfare in the North America countries. But this couldn't have been better. And then it played out with the greatest player of all time taking on the defending champions in France. And Argentina led 2-0 with just minutes to go. Somehow, some way, France ties it up. It goes to extra time. They trade goals. It gets into PKs. Messi delivers with a hat trick. The star player from France scores four goals. And then tell the fans how it ended. Oh, my gosh. It 3-3 overtime and PKs. Now we go to PKs. And France hits their first PK. Mbappe hits their first PK. Messi comes up, hits his PK. We're tied 1-1. France misses their second. Argentina hits their second. France misses their third. Argentina makes their third. They're up 3-1. to one. And all Argentina has to do is save this next PK. France scores. A little bit of drama. Three to two, and then Argentina tucks it away four to two in PKs. Drama, place goes nuts. Everyone's excited for Messi. As Vern Lundquist, a former guest of the podcast, would say, Send it in, big fella. <laughs> Rob, it was unbelievable. The US team got out of the group stage, they advanced to the knockout stage. We'll be talking about them in a few years to come. But really, just couldn't have been a greater World Cup. Shout out to all World Cup participants. And then last but not least, we will not be talking about playoffs 
on this podcast because the playoffs will be reserved for what we're looking forward to in 2023. But the 2022 NFL regular season to this point, as we conclude the year, has got to be all about your Philadelphia Eagles and their dominating run throughout the regular season. Dude, this is insane. This is going to be fantastic. I can't wait to get into next week's episode talking about the preview of what to watch. Um, we got a big game on Saturday. Rob, there's a Saturday lot of big slates. games happening. Saturday a lot slates. of big games happening. Cowboys happen and the Eagles playing on Saturday night. It's going to be fantastic, Rob. Our listeners are going to enjoy the game just like they enjoyed this podcast and just like they enjoyed all of these phenomenal sporting events throughout the 2022 calendar year. We wish all of you a happy holiday season and an even better new year. We will catch you in 2023. For all you listeners out there, I'm Rick Brandt. And I'm Rob Brandt, and we're the Brothers Brandt. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.